It is Labor Day, super late Labor Day, and uh, we apologize for not having the quarantine podcast last night, but you know, uh, stuff happens. Deal with it. It's game week. Everybody should be in a great mood. My name's Chris, joined as always by Brent Bloom. The reason we're recording so late is because Bloom had to do the Cycle and Coaches show with Learfield tonight, and um, I listened in Bloom, and... It was fantastic to hear the coaches show back. It yeah, felt it was, a little we, real. Yeah, we had to, we we're not doing it at Applebee's anymore because that would wouldn't really make sense. Uh, yeah. So we were up in the press box and then had Campbell on via the phone and then Pollard as well. And it was, it was interesting. It was different. Pollard dropped some bombs. He uh, man, man, he brought it tonight. So <laughs> encourage you to actually. So we put it on a new thing this year. Is they're having a a camera in the booth to put on social media for the Iowa State Athletics Facebook account. And it's on there. You can find the replay. And he he got after it. So, very interesting. I mean, he's there's a guy that has had a long couple of weeks and I'm sure he feels like this is a time for me to finally get heard. And, and he certainly uh, put it out there. Great tweet by Cyclone Larry. <laughs> The legend during all this the best part of cyclone larry on twitter it's at cyclone larry 69 <laughs> it's the picture of steve lee <laughs> <laughs> couldn't pick a better right. avatar than <laughs> you do a story on site who's cyclone larry is we should do like an investigative deep like dive. he tweets um just like about the middle of the pollard interview he goes, how does Pollard lug around his nuts all day long? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he basically just laid it out there of like, here's the situation due to the fan issue and the CY Stevens controversy. I don't think we need to rehash all of it. It's been no. it's been rehashed enough, but Pollard was honest and to the point like he always is, and I thought pretty revealing stuff that basically you know Stansberry wrote up yeah, the CY Stevens thing. Um so that's on the front page. It's like, yeah, we're going to actually try and talk some football today. A couple interesting notes, though. I mean, from a from a game standpoint that he pointed out, the band is going to be in the stands. Yes. And they're going to be on the end zone, so it looks like they're on TV. Or the, not the end zone, the east sideline that would be shown on TV. Same with the Spirit Squad. And every single player gets four tickets. So there will be people there. I think people are going to see that on Saturday and think, oh, I didn't think there was going to be anybody there. What's what's the deal? Am I getting hosed here? It's like, no, those are family members of players or the band or the spirit squad that are attending that game. So there, there will be some people in the stands, which will be interesting. He, and then I asked Jamie about that. There's going to be like piped in fan noise or anything. He said, I don't know. So I asked about that some sources this week. And this was, I sent this out in our premium newsletter Yesterday, so I'm giving you all a little sneak peek, um, but it's not going to be breaking news to any. They're they're actually, from what I was told, still working on what's like legal. Yeah, this is so new. Yeah, so I've been watching this Navy BYU blowout tonight, and there's no fans there. And what Navy has been doing, it's a lot like an NBA game where they're piping in music, sure, right as they're like walking up to the line of scrimmage. So that I mean, that's just how one school has has chose. But it it's not bad. Like I, it it, it hasn't been nearly as off putting. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Um, 
most of the games this weekend had limited crowds, and they were from these small conferences that you're just used to not seeing people at. Right. Didn't feel any different. Yeah, it really didn't feel any different to me. But anyways, before we get going, uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, thank a couple sponsors. Obviously, Mechdyne, uh, who presents the Sunday night, this week, Monday night, Williams and Bloom Quarantine Podcast. We're going to keep doing this throughout the season because you guys are uh, responding very well to it. Mechdyne has stepped up to be the presenting sponsor. And I had a great talk with Chris Clover tonight. So th- this is really cool. They sent out a press release to me earlier in the week. He's the head guy at Mechdyne. Yes. Iowa State to the bone. Yep. Loves the Cyclones. Um, this is... This is really smart, and this is why their company has grown the way it has. So what they're doing now is offering up basically technical support to back up these schools around the country who mm. – think about the IT guys at like a high – think about if you're the oh IT gosh. guy like at what – actually, neighbor, Josh, yeah, does IT at Waukee, and he was telling me oh, about geez. just the nightmare of getting all these iPads ready – you know, and with the right software th- yeah, with think about, troubleshooting. Think about all the troubleshooting that parents and, you know, like a, like a random eighth grader who's got a quarantine for two weeks. Think about all the IT problems that they, that, because there's just not enough IT people at these schools to help. So Mechdyne basically is launching a new e-learning tool um, where they can be like the backups to these school districts. So if you're a teacher out there listening or maybe you're an I, yeah, administrator yeah. or IT professional and you, you want to, um, you know, get some help, it's, it's super affordable. Uh, Chris told me this is really cool. I mean, it, they can help with like Zoom, WebEx, GoToMeeting, microphones, cameras, projectors. You just – you basically are farming out help to – a, a great company, Mechdyne, that's located, uh, they're headquartered in Marshalltown. So this is really cool. You know, I, I would give any um, anybody listening with, who wants more information, you can email me personally, Chris M. Williams at CycloneFanatic.com, and I will get you in touch with who you need to get in touch with. But this is a really cool, innovative product. And I don't want to speak for Mechdyne or their capability, but I think one avenue out of this pandemic is there's going to be a lot more and we both we've said this along the way is going to be remote working is permanent you're going to see a lot more people not go back to the office no doubt but the other part of that you'll see now is these corporations are going to build studio quality av within their companies Mm -hmm. because this is going to become very normal the virtual meetings and the classier you can look your virtual meeting you make your virtual meeting look with the type of hardware and software that Mechdyne can help you with, it can, I think you're now, you, let's say you're doing a sales meeting, right? Mm-hmm. If you look better in that sales presentation because your software yeah. and your video camera and your mic is better, no doubt. your presentation skills are going to be better. And I, th- I think there's multiple applications that can be provided out of this. Yeah. So again, uh, well, well said, Bloom, this is a I think a growth opportunity for that company, but Definitely. no doubt. Um, check them out, um, uh, com, And again, you guys can email me and I'll, I'll get you hooked up. I, I think that'll be a really popular product. Of course, the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is fueled by Cody Road. The, uh, the boys at Mississippi River Distilling Company had a great weekend as far as my consumption of their products. <laughs> 
at the Lake of the Ozarks. Get a little vacation. Uh, it's just taking along with. It's not vacation with young kids. I hear you. You you all know that, but I. Uh, you know what though? Um, I I had a lot of the Iowish. I started just oh. switching to the to the cream. The first day we were down there was a little bit brittle. It was a little fallish, and I I really enjoyed it. Then I came back here and it was like cold tonight. And it's going to be cold all week. Well, yeah, I heard it's like Saturday. Supposed it's, to be nice. it's basically like flannel weather. Tomorrow and Wednesday. Good. Are, yes. Bring it on. Yeah, we're fueled by Cody Rowe, baby. Um, all right. the We're, we're at game week. Uh, we Finally. Didn't, we didn't know if we would get here, uh, but we did. Uh, I wanted to bloom again. Hosted the call-in show tonight. What was it like doing the call-in show? Was, was Jack Trice Stadium like totally black or was it? So was was it lit up? Creepy at the end. It was not. Um, we when we left at eight o'clock, no lights on anywhere. I had to use my my flashlight on my phone to try and navigate around. It was the, the, the strangest thing. Just kind. How'd of you get in? Like, did the um, elevator work or did you? Elevator have to use works. Uh, Walters has a key to get into the gate, and then we closed the lock. Like, I literally locked up Jack Trice Stadium tonight. Wow. But, I mean, there's nobody else around. Like this, what an experience! And there's you could like I had to use my phone to do it. Um, I don't have the key anymore, so don't ask me. John had the key. I don't know where he got it from, but it was. Oh, uh, he's the voice of the cyclones. Yeah, I mean, it's you, basically his house. It's you know? um, and the plan, he's the Godfather. The plan is to do all the coach shows from there, even in the winter, because you can't you can't just go to Applebee's now. So can't we get like a ISD online in Hilton or something? That's the, yeah, you could do it. In like, I mean, yeah. You could do that. That's Seems good. like a really cold, like I can't imagine that they're doing <laughs> the walk. That. There's no way they're doing like the snow. Like, you know, right. you're going to yeah, be walking through like through. a foot of snow. Hey, Walters would do it. it I mean, mean, you, you darn, darn, darn right he would. But no, it was really, it was really weird. It's going to be really creepy on Saturday too. And just strange, but uh, sure beats the alternative. Yeah. Um, I, I, we we kind of covered it the without fans. You know, it's not going to be the same. I, I, I'm really excited about the season for a lot of reasons, but it's it's not going to be the same. No, it's just not. And it's last just, week was a total abomination, and I actually like found myself the whole time, boom, thinking like on Friday. So I again, we we left town on Thursday after we picked Cameron up from kindergarten, and. I was kind of like, I'm, you know, this, uh, people close to me know this. I am fried. Like just like a lot of Americans are getting ready for, uh, not knowing, like just trying to navigate all the stuff with Cyclone Fanatic and then not knowing about the season. It, I, I was like, I have to take a couple days and just unplug. So I really tried to do that. I didn't really look at anything Thursday night, get down there. Then my phone starts blowing up. Um, after um, did, did they pull the fans on which day did they pull the fans Wednesday okay they pulled the fans Wednesday what so what happened oh for the, the, the CY Pollard issue, put out the, the letter financial thing yeah Friday <laughs> Pollard night. put out the, the letter, letter. Yeah. that's what happened on Friday and um, such is uh, is Pollard talked about a lot tonight in the show such emotional reaction to all that and I don't know and this is going to make me sound like the, like a big conservative which I'm, I'm really not but like 
my thought the whole time was because I'm I'm an artsy guy. Like I, I believe yeah. it or not, was a theater major at one point. You, I love C.Y. Stevens. I like, went to a show not on accident. <laughs> I didn't know you at the time at the Fisher Theater back in uh, 04. I love the arts. Yeah, like I, I really do. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of theater. Theater is the reason why I am who I am. If I would not have gotten into theater when I was a kid, um, all that. So like I'm not like this jock who. Yeah. Just because I run a sports website and do sports talk radio, I'm not. I I love Cy Stevens, everything it stands for. But I, I said this to my dad. I go, here's this is going to be the problem, Dad. The majority of the vocal people who are going to be really pissed about this Cy Stevens thing are the same ones who don't want fans in the stands. Yeah. And um, I go, you, the problem is you just can't have everything right now. Like, not none of us can. Like we. Just look at like our um, relationship. Bloom and I love to go to Reclaim Rails here in town and yeah. grab it. We haven't been able to do right? We all are giving up something in some capacity. Now you take it on a much larger scale and something has to give economically with this. And fact of the matter is, I mean, that, it, I don't know. Like I just, I knew that I knew how that was going to be responded because then it was going to be, because the majority of these people who are commenting didn't understand the athletic departments, you know, overseeing CYC. And why, it, and why they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they basically saved it from, yes. way, from everything I understand. But I knew that would get a certain crowd really fired up. I love, I think, and I don't think I'm going to have time to write it. I want to write this column about Pollard. Uh, I'm probably not going to yet, but I think it, I think Pollard has had one of the best, like maybe the last five months have been the best of his tenure at Iowa state Yeah, from a leadership standpoint, just being freaking transparent. I loved <laughs> the note that he put out on like Saturday or Sunday Yeah, when he was like, yeah, Hey, in uh, the city of Ames, you know, if it's this important to your uh, people, then maybe you guys could chip in a little bit. It's like, yeah, like, guys, we, we, we can't, can't get everything for free. Yeah, we can't. And we can't, like, not have – and they're not going to have fans in basketball, probably. He talked about that tonight. Yep. Something has to give somewhere. Right. Like, I, the state of Iowa is not going to bail out C.Y. Stevens Auditorium. Like, where's the money going to come from? So you can't, you know, rant and rave about not letting anybody in there, and then when there's going to be – cuts because you know money doesn't grow on trees be pissed about that too that's my annoyance with everything no i mean i think that's exactly you know i'm where, this where, is coming from a former theater major yeah i no, love cy and, and ultimately in the perfect world and it was trending this way where you know iowa state had the university and jamie talked about today but just let's give a big picture right so yeah. iowa state university gets its funding from a couple of sources number one uh, right now, and it's not close, is tuition. And tuition is based on, you know, you can do the math, the more students you have, the more money you make. Well, Iowa State's enrollment, up it has dropped a decent amount in the last five to six years. Now, there's a couple of reasons why. Um, so it, it, the highest it got to, I think, was like 36500 in 2016. Uh, it just came out. Last week, Iowa State's enrollment is now about 31,000 and change. 
that's a lot. I mean, 5,000 students, Chris, is a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you multiply that yeah. by X amount of... So the reason why Iowa State's athletic department was tasked with... And, and, and the other sources are the state gives money, and that has dropped, continues to drop. State funding for uh, Iowa State has dropped in the last several years. And then the other part, which I'm involved with, is the fundraising arm, mm-hmm. which has gone up, but not enough to... Um, Make up that difference. Is that a direct implication of you being there? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you I mean, ask I, that, I hate to brag. Yeah, but yeah. So no, I, and then um, the so Iowa State's administration says, Jamie, you're good. This kind of involves athletics because there's there's a piece of Hilton being attached to Sheeman, being attached to CY, and the athletic department took it over in hopes of recouping, and they were on their way to doing that. In fact, they, they made money on Sheeman because of some of the events they had. Anyway, so that's why Iowa State is, is housed under athletics, was to try and make up some of that revenue gap that existed. And Iowa State obviously didn't envision what was going to happen with the pandemic, and now it's athletics who has Stevens under their umbrella of finances. So, sure, could you do a fundraising drive to save Stevens? Maybe, but I, I just don't know. Are you, you going to get the $50 million to renovate the thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, To there's, get it back to code it's or old. It's an older building. Which, and Those things are money pits. And So where, where's the sacrifice? Like if you keep that open, you cut a sport. I mean, there, you just got to pick and choose. I don't think CY is going to be closed forever. Neither do I. Um, it's too big of a structure. Right. And it's in a heart of campus. And but this again, I mean, you just, you can't just. Pick whatever's convenient for you yeah. to to be happy and mad about, and I think people get selectively angry at what and and without knowing really the facts half the yeah, time. Not, too. I mean, here's the other thing, Chris, and I'm, you're getting me on a soapbox here. No, go. I like soapboxes. Um, but the numbers in Ames are bad, COVID wise, and they have been. But guess what? There was two weeks ago. There was 503 people on campus that tested positive for COVID this week and that this week, 250 did. So it's dropped in half in a week. Which Can is, I read the new athletic stats too? Yeah. And then read the athletic stats, which, um, which you, but you won't necessarily see this reported no, as no, much. Yeah, right? no, you're not going to get the hot headlines for this. 616 recent COVID tests, coaches and staff only had three positives, one athlete and two student managers. So, Awesome ratio. Just fantastic. But the, so the point is the numbers are already improving. Um, but it, it, that doesn't get the headlines of, oh, Ames is the per capita worst COVID hotbed in the country. So, again, I think we're making progress. No we, doubt. We, we make decisions emotionally right now instead of logically. And I think Jamie's whole point is let the people who know here n- do, the, do the decision making what's best for us. And when, when you get outside players that are based on emotion and not knowing all the facts, then that's that's what throws everything off. For what it's worth, I think that Iowa State fans would have followed those protocols quite well. There would have been some outliers, um, and there always are with anything. I, I'm disappointed. Um, I was excited when they kind of went against the grain last week. I think I've probably become more and more aggressive towards this. Perhaps my bias, I, sh- I need to just acknowledge it of wanting fans to be able to go, but um, same. I'm yeah, it sucks. This uh, whole thing sucks. Well, and then one last thing. Jamie at, least, it, at least they're playing. Yeah, that's true. Jamie made it very clear. 
that because people pitted him against President Winterstein this week. Correct. And he said that is absolutely not the case. We're in this together. So whatever whatever entity it is, and he did not elaborate of what was the pressure for them to make the decision. Um, it doesn't sound like that necessarily was dictated he, from the president's Iowa State. I actually quoted it on Twitter. He goes, um, there is no issue between Jamie Pollard and President Winterstein. I am angry at the people who turned their back on her when she really needed them. Yeah. That's the, that was the quote. And I'm going to, you can, you can extrapolate who that might be. Connect the dots. But, yeah. um, I don't, I have yeah. no idea. Um, okay. We're going to do something happy here. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about football. Love it. Patron of the week guy you and I really like, Ryan Grove. Oh. Big fan of Ryan Grove. Great guy. And his wife, Charday Grove. I actually married them. And they're still together. I'm I'm batting a thousand. That's if I marry you, you will never get divorced. <laughs> well, but uh, Ryan Grove is one of the biggest Cyclone fans I know. He absolutely diehard. Is. Both of his parents went to Iowa State. Now he did marry a hawk because we did a little Cy hawk thing in the wedding. But they now have she's she's coming around. She's they got multiples the uh, season ticket holders, multiple sports. And Ryan travels all the time. I actually saw him down at the Bahamas. Um, he back. I, he he's a big NBA summer league guy. He'll yeah. go and watch all the Iowa State guys in the summer league. He says his favorite memories include Cyclone fanatic parties, which he is a loyal guy, always coming to him. Bull bull games, basketball trips, and this is really awesome. They're going to be announcing a, uh, or they already have announced, but they're going to be welcoming a baby. Awesome. Cyclone to their family in January. So th- this is a really uh, great man, Ryan Grove, and Charday's a sweetheart, and I love them like family and appreciate them. They are the patrons of the week at Cyclone Fanatic. You can be one too. You just got to become a Cyclone Fanatic patron. The, it's easy to find. It's all over the new and improved CycloneFanatic.com, so you can find ways to help. And the best thing about the patrons, Bloom, is the more of those we get, then the less I have to go out like selling ads and we can do more content. It makes the whole thing better. And with football season happening and basketball right around the corner, really, and I think it could be a very interesting team on that dynamic, too. Yeah. Uh, good time for content. Yeah, Tyler Harris. I might even write something this week. The, the Ole Miss kid, I think, I mean, I don't know anything, but like everybody's getting waivers. I would think he'd I mean, get a good I, chance. Have you seen a story about anybody being denied a waiver this year? And if he doesn't get a waiver, the clock's probably frozen anyway. Yeah, the clock is frozen. So, like, Tyler Harris is a junior next year. I think, I, although that's fall sports, or is it all sports? I I mean, right or, now I don't think it's, it's just fall. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. going to gonna happen. But it's it's probably going to happen. Also, um, we have a new sponsor. I like that. We have a new sponsor. Now, I'm told... Uh, by main man Jeff, that you have actually experienced. You need to tell me about Gravitate. Oh, the co-working space. Yes, because I haven't been there, but this seems like something that's right in my wheelhouse. It due actually to, is. Yeah, I feel like I need to like learn more about this. But Jeff Wood is a huge. Uh, he's a huge Cyclone fanatic supporter. We've, we him and I have emailed each other a lot over the years. He's a really bright guy. Um, but you've actually worked down 
at Gravitate. There's a couple of locations um, over on Locust, now one in um, they got a new space in Windsor Heights. What okay. what is this? Sell the sell me on this. So co working is a it's a thing now in the big cities. Um, where essentially you're a small business or mm-hmm. you're a one person business, and you need a place for working. You don't want to go to a coffee shop or you don't want to go somewhere or to have a meeting. Well, co working spaces are just that. They're places where entrepreneur types, uh, small businesses can work. Uh, they have meeting space available. I think, Jeff, I'm maybe yeah. speaking out of turn here. They also have coffee. I mean, they, they've yeah, got they, all of the they, auspices they, of, a, of an office, but where you just rent out space, basically. Huh. It's like, and it's, by the way, the location downtown Des Moines is one of the best locations in Des Moines. So if you think about it, this is why it's great in these times. Let's say you're doing remote working yeah. and you don't want to be at home. You can get some space at Gravitate, or if you're you're part of a corporation and you don't want to necessarily, you know, relocate somewhere, you can work here and have the all the accommodations of an office, but here in Des Moines. So he actually owns the business, um, and his him and his wife are both Iowa State graduates. So this sounds like something that's and uh, you're, you're supporting Cyclones here. And they're also doing a bunch of stuff like for COVID. They're doing all the social distancing. Uh, you got to wear a mask in there. So people people should feel safe. But man, I hope um, I hope we get I hope we get out of this. We don't have to do the mask. Yeah, but stuff, it's it's but, a awesome space in a cool. great location. I encourage people to check out the website to get more details. Uh, that is Gravitate Coworking. Is it gravitatecoworking.com? I think so. I'm going to just pull it up real quick. Gravitate Coworking. I don't want to give away the wrong website. Yeah, gravitatecoworking.com. I'm think, right there. You're list, people are listening to this. How great would it be if you're like, you, you, you just want to be out of your home for a bit? Well. And just a different see, scenery. Then that's... That that needs to be me. Yeah. I'm just I'm <laughs> stuck in this, this dungeon. Is, you might just pay for it right now. I have a great Sign setup up. here in my yeah. in my office, but like I just I get lonely. Uh, anyways, I don't. Last last sponsor read. I don't get lonely at the Franklin Barbershop. <laughs> Isn't this great though? We we said hey, we need some sponsors oh, at the it, beginning man. of. And they're all cyclones. They're all cyclones. These are great people who are yeah. coming together because they're like, we want to support you guys, and now we want you to support them. I've had a lot of people ask, how can I help? I'm like, well, sign up to be a patron or help our sponsors that support us. No doubt, the Franklin Barbershop down there in Beaverdale. I'm so I made the decision over the weekend. I'm gonna have to talk to Hogan about this. I'm not. I'm not shaving this beard. I think I might go straight through basketball season. Oh, boy. What do you think didn't, about that? Didn't you become Tommy Birch? What do you think about that? Or Travis Hines. Do you think I should grow my beard through the end of basketball season? I, I don't have any in-person meetings anymore. Everything's on Zoom. People don't want to be around I mean, me anyways. Whatever works. Just be more terrifying than normal. <laughs> Well, I will though. I, I do promise I'll get it trimmed up at the Franklin Barbershop. Uh, check them out in Beaverdale. They are fantastic. And we recommend, Bloom and I like to go to the Franklin Barbershop together. We hold hands and we go at 10 o'clock and you can price watch the right. guys watch the prices right. Yeah. And that is uh, worth the price of admission. All right. Um, boy, I, I started doing some scouting on Louisiana. Oh, boy. 
Uh, this is a team. Scary, man. This is a, this is a team. I, the the guy, they're like one beat writer at the, the, the Daily Advertiser. Where's that based out of? Uh, the Lafayette Daily Advertiser. Okay. So it's it's right there. His yeah. name is Tim Buckley. Does a good job. I we should. Uh, hey, hey, Stansberry, if yeah. you're listening to this, we need to get get you yeah. on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show coming up on Thursday night, six to seven on KXNO. Um, the Lafayette Daily Advertiser. Here, this is a real headline, and I read the story, and it's not fluff. It's it's legit. Uh, I posted it on our forums too. Can Napier's Raging Cajuns really run the table in 2020? Okay. The reason I even, like, and don't laugh at this, guys, like, this is what they're talking about there. Yeah. This is. This is a football team that went 11-3 and last year, 7-1 and in the fun belt, both program highs. Most importantly, they have a quarterback, Levi Lewis, and shout-out to former Iowa State Sports information um, intern Patrick Crawford for this stat. He's now the sports information director at Louisiana. Yep. Uh, Levi Lewis, this comes straight from the game notes, joins Justin Fields okay. as the only quarterbacks in college football who threw for more than 3,000 yards, um, 26, 25 touchdowns, and fewer than five interceptions last year. Not bad. He's a lefty. Yeah, he's, he, he's he's a stud. He's very good. Campbell they're, called him one of the best quarterbacks in college football tonight. And uh, their running backs, they've got two of them, are both potential NFL guys. Yes. Um, now so They've got good skill guys on offense. Now, their wide receivers, now they lost a couple they, guys okay. with injuries. So they've, they've only got two wide receivers on the roster who have ever had a 100-yard game. Okay. So they're, they're kind of struggling there. Their tight ends are long. Um, and their offensive line returns a couple of good. So they have to replace two draft picks right. on the offensive line. So that could be an issue against Iowa State's defensive front. But you're right on the skill guys. Just the backfield alone with Lewis, um, R- R- Rogers, Rogers, Trey Rogers. I think so. And Elijah Mitchell. Uh, this is a really good test. This is a test that is significantly stronger than what Iowa State originally had with South Dakota. No question. I mean, you're jumping right in right now. This I mean, team's better than a lot of Big 12 teams. I think so. I think that's fit. on offense. I I still question wonder, their defense. I, I wonder about their defense. They just they 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 weren't good there last year. They were they were mediocre there last year. Maybe they're a little better this year. There is potential for a lot of points in this game. I, I haven't seen a number from Vegas, but Iowa State opened ten and a half point favorite. Okay, but what, I, any, I, any idea on the over? I have not seen a number. I mean, yet. I think this would be close. This will be in the sixties. The, the books are having a really hard time. Oh, how can you right know? now? Yeah. Like it's it's pretty. I mean, tonight. I mean, this is just one game, but so BYU's housing Navy, and it was like a pick 'em. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard. You to have know. no idea. And then who's available even game to game? Um, Louisiana supposedly is releasing their depth chart Wednesday. And so Campbell's like, then I'll release mine on Wednesday. Um, uh, Campbell. <laughs> Jeez. I love it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I get it, but like, it, it doesn't matter. I'm just telling you uh, what the story is. So we'll know more about. You want is, some more of that? Yeah. What, uh, Mississippi really, River Brewing Company. Not Brewing Company. Distilling Company. Yeah. Old Fashioned. 
Yeah, right. I do. I put that mix that in there. Um, yep. But this is this is not like you and I last year, where if it, if you allow it to go four quarters, I mean, these guys have weapons enough that they can. You know, this isn't a field goal game here, so you, you're going to have to put up some points. And I think Iowa State can and will, but and I think Iowa State's defense is obviously very capable. But expect Louisiana with their amount of skill. I think they, I think they can get in the twenties for sure, mid to mid to high twenties. And I think Iowa State can get above that. The ten points is is fair. I think it's completely fair. Uh, this has a chance to be a lot of points on the board and a really good test for Iowa State right out of the shoot. I mean. If Iowa State I, wants to do something special, they have to win a game like this. Um, last year, Louisiana, I think their one uh, non-conference Power 5 game was against Mississippi State, and it was competitive. Uh, but Mississippi State ended up winning about 10. So They don't have a – now, and I don't know how relevant these stats really are because this is in the minds of – if you're a Louisiana fan, this is the best team in school history that's coming up this year. So you don't – this is like comparing Iowa State to like the Walden years. Yeah, but I do think it's yeah. worth noting that the Raging Cajuns are all time one and twenty eight against ranked opponents in yep. zero and twenty six away from home. So that you know, they they have they don't have this is not like a North Dakota State that has a track record of knocking off right Power Five schools and stuff, but. Again, I take that very lightly, though, because I don't. This isn't the same team and program as it was and twenty years ago. Keep in mind, so it's like who else is in the conference? Well, they had a very competitive game with Monroe last year. Okay, yeah, we saw Monroe. Yeah, and Iowa State just blitzed them. Right now, Louisiana did lead their league, and the Sun Belt is not known for defense at all. They did lead that league in defense at like twenty points a game. Yeah, their um, defensive numbers are actually pretty good. They're okay, but, then but you it's have to relative. Look at, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to just yeah. got to think here. Um, I I believe Iowa State is is superior on both sides of the ball from what we know. However, if you have some of those first game jitters slash mistakes that we saw in the U and I game last year, and even let's be honest, Matt Campbell teams have not exactly I, started on like a house on fire. I was going to ask you: Are you worried at all about the Campbell um, slow start? It's I think you, I think you have to, you have point. to be worried. First game, weird fan situation. A Louisiana team that will definitely be motivated from that aspect of. I mean, they 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 need a power five win. They're not going to be. They're not going to care as much, in my opinion, about the fan issue. I don't know if Iowa State will or not, but this. Uh, yeah, this this game is dicey. It's dicey. I think Iowa State still wins, and if I was if I was there, I, I think I would I'd feel good about a two touchdown type win. But it's not going to be. Um, I think I'm going to wait. It's not going to be super comfortable. Yeah, I think I, I think if I were advising a better on this game, I think I'd wait and see if that thing gets down below ten points. I think Iowa State looks awfully enticing, but. Uh, you, they're going to be a sexy pick. I had um, uh, yeah. the 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 national college football writer Russo, whatever his name is, because um, he quote retweeted me um, when I because I, I posted the broadcast crew. Yeah, and Although they're actually the sideline reporter will be there. The other yeah. two will not be. Which interesting, uh, Mike Golich, his first call is an Iowa State game. He did uh, not to me. Oh, he, I got here. The second call? 
He hit that Central Arkansas game. Oh, did he? Yeah. The one we were watching? Yeah. I didn't even know this. In the studio. I didn't even the TV no. Guys, he, he, that was Junior. Yeah, this is Junior doing the game. No, right? Senior Mike Golich, like Mike and Mike in the morning. I swear it was Junior. No, because he he <laughs> Big Mike. I don't. Is it really Big Mike? I, I swear to God. I, I think it's Junior. No, nah, uh, I'm not. I don't want to interrupt the podcast. What do you want to over well, who? What Golich it is? Wait a second. Okay, so we've got we've got conflicting press. We've got we've got issues. Iowa State says Mike Golich Sr. Golich. Louis, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Golich. Golich. Louisiana says Mike Golich Jr. Mike Golich Sr. responded to Randy Peterson's tweet saying, I can't wait. Wait a second. It's going to be the big man himself? Yes. I'm telling you. I thought it would be Jr. I, I'm pulling it up here. Uh, yeah. Mike Golich is responding... <laughs> To all of these Iowa State fans tonight on Twitter, like it's es, it's goalie. Okay, in the studio. Probably. Yeah, yeah, he's not coming to, he's not coming to Ames. He, okay, that'll but be interesting. It's, it's Big Mike from Mike and Mike uh, in the morning. Uh, Tom Hart, former sideline reporter for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, he's he's Fox good. Sports Tom's South. Good. I like Tom. Tom's good, does a nice job. I like him. I've been watching him um, okay. for years. That's so the broadcast. I, there you group. go. But they'll have a good one. I think this will be really, really competitive. So, anyways, Russo retweeted me and said yeah. this might be the best game on the entire docket for college football I, this weekend. I mean, there's a reason why ESPN picked it as the game right after game. Yeah, day. to launch the college football right. season. I mean, you're you're picking this game for a reason, and you're a national team. I thought this game um, actually had the potential to be Big Fox. Yeah. at night, honestly, and, and they went with Baylor and La Tech. Which is pretty similar, but I don't. I don't think Baylor's going to be very good. Uh, new coach. I don't. I agree. They quarterbacks you know, back. They last year are kind of what I think Iowa State could be this year. They were so experienced. They had so much depth in like three and four year guys. That's what I forgot, and then and Campbell reminded us today. He's like, "This is a really good senior class." Like there's some good players in this. Like this is this is yeah. They I don't think it's just it's hyperbole. I know we're on game week now, so like all the we haven't really had a chance to look at the season a whole lot. I thought our preview show um, was helpful for me yeah. just to kind of get a complete just go picture. through it. Yeah, but this isn't this isn't hyperbole with the coaches and people up there are saying the names. Like they think they're good. Um, I do too. I mean, if you look position by position. And they remain pretty steadfast and confident in that offensive line. Everywhere else is, looks really good. Uh, can you execute on game day? We'll see. But it's, he, he hasn't got enough attention this offseason. But Brock Purdy, what he could do, what he did last year, what he could do this year, like Ellinger is getting all the attention in the Big 12, and it's, it's unfortunate because Brock's really freaking good. And I think, I think we'll understand that really early in this season. I predict a very good game from number 15. Yeah, and I I think that his receivers too like a, I think saying. the Hutchison thing's real. Yep. Um I'm I guess my big talking point going in, I'm a big Tariq Milton guy. Same. Like I I I don't I still I think Iowa State fans have looked at him and been like, "Oh, he's a nice player." <laughs> I don't think that most people realize what like has been seen behind closed doors with him. And what he does even when he's not involved in the play. Yeah. Just based on his ability to bring people with That's him. not to mention 
potentially a first round draft pick at tight end. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kohler's. Yeah. And Chase doesn't. I mean, they just they have multiple. I think Iowa State here. has two draft picks at tight end. You think Saner's the other one, or do no, you Chase's? I think Chase has three. I mean, Saner could be as a blocker. Yeah, Saner could be. I don't know if he would get drafted. I don't know if he's done enough. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you this: he's gone now, so he won't care. I Alex think- Golish told me when all those boys were like freshmen, he's like this Saner is the guy nobody talks about, but he's a monster. And then the new guy is really good. Two new guys. Yes. Easton Dean is the real deal. And then uh, the Juco. Yes. Those were, um, so I, I give this to our premium subscribers uh, a couple weeks ago, yep. but the both of those guys were circled for me to pay attention to. So, so we'll even, see. Even if the line is young, and they are, um, They've got capable bodies, though, to help out the tight end room. I think this Iowa State offense, okay, it's a 10-game season. You don't get the easy non-conference layup to, to put up numbers. But I envision this team uh, being about as good as anybody in the Big 12 offensively this year. I mean, you're going to be behind Oklahoma just based on system probably a little bit. But let's go. I mean, this team has the chance, C-Dub. Um, I, I, you, I think you're looking at. Give me your pick, record. Right now, I'll, I haven't gone on the record. I yet. haven't either. I let's without, do it right uh, now. Let's, I haven't looked full breakdown schedule. I'm just saying right now, eight and two. That's where I had him at. Eight and two. I mean, I think uh, they. We'll see what I, happens, I don't though. think it's crazy that they would beat Oklahoma in the second game. Not at all. I actually so like just Big Twelve in general. Let's talk a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we haven't. This is crazy. Like we haven't even talked about. <laughs> normally, we have yeah. done this conversation like eight ten times. times. Yeah. Um, I'm down on Baylor. Yep. I, um, I'm, I'm down back. on TCU. Yeah. They've got issues at quarterback for sure. And I just, I think I'm, I said this early in the pandemic. I'm, I'm sell, I've sold my stock on Gary Patterson. You, you did say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's not trash. Like he's, I think he's one of the all time greats, but I'm selling my, and, and I, I especially don't like him in a pandemic year <laughs> where you have to be able to like maneuver. By the way, um, this broke tonight while we started recording. Tulsa, Oklahoma State has been postponed. On uh, whose end? Uh, Tulsa's end. COVID concerns. Yeah. Uh, postponed a week. Get used to that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head on all these teams. I, I like Kansas State a lot. I think climbing. Yeah, they lost a bunch, but. But it, doesn't this feel like a year where they're just going to. Am I, am I thinking too much vampire? I think here's my issue. With I like him. climbing a lot. I like him. I, do I think too. he's a great coach. They lost a bunch and they just, they, they don't have the firepower to win a 35 point game. I know, but that like, but if they get again, they got Iowa state at the perfect time last year. Yeah. Purdy was like 40% going and that, that was game. in like, I, I cannot express enough how windy it was that day. <laughs> Like the benches were flying off the sideline, yeah, because the wind was forty five miles mile an hour sustained. It was like a mini derecho the whole game, <laughs> and I they couldn't throw it. Yeah, and if you make Iowa, if if K State can make you one dimensional, they're yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I think they'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about them competing for a Big Twelve. So like, I don't, I just feel like this is the year Oklahoma doesn't win it. If they're if they're not going to win, I agree. It. I agree. But I love Lincoln Riley. I think he's good. I mean, they've got some concerns with people opting out and certainly yeah. and a couple others. Uh, Oklahoma State to me is like I need. I 
I know they're like immensely talented, but I I have reservations about thinking that they're gonna. I need more on defense from them. Yeah, to me, is it Texas? It's Texas. Like would be your favorite. I know people are rolling their eyes, but I I think it's Texas and Iowa State. I I think it's it's not necessarily as the favorites, no. but if I had to like. If I had to make an interesting pick here on the podcast, yeah, I mean, obviously the favorite is Oklahoma until they're dethroned, right? But can Rattler get up to speed enough? I don't know. Like it, it, this is a different thing than what we've seen from them. Who do they play in their non-con? It's 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 a Missouri State, right? Like yeah. that's not going to provide much value. Um, remember yeah. when they were going to play that game on like August twenty-six, yeah, like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah it feels like a lifetime ago. I I think I think Iowa State's. If there's a year for them to be in the Big 12 championship game, which is going to happen. Yeah, it's the it's, pandemic year that nobody can go. But it's this year. I mean, yeah. It's um, the most Iowa State thing ever. And think, then all the Iowa fans will, like, just fine. crap all over they it. They can have it. They can do that. <laughs> hey, we're participating. So, But you know how it'll go. I, it, oh, I, you're already – the talking points that were being developed over there already <laughs> – Oh it's yeah, like, it's like no. Here, here's they're sitting there in Carver Hockey right City, now, yeah. just typing them up. Our season's done. Yeah. How do we make Iowa State <laughs> season look not as good? Like we got to get to point number two real quick. Let's transfer our emotion. Um, uh, I no, another I think, pour of this Cody Road. Oh jeez. Oh, it's gonna be immediate Saturday. I mean, just wait. Oh, you think uh, Louisiana give them a hard time? Good, because you are. Well, I I'm telling you, this Louisiana team. No, they're yeah. This will be this will be a good. It's a test. good team. Yep, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's an it's an actual real football game that is going to be competitive. And um, let's see what Iowa State has. We both think that Iowa State has the potential to be. I think that the, very very good. So let's I, see it. I think there are fewer question marks with Iowa State than everybody but Texas. Yeah. Right. I mean, personnel wise. Yeah. Now, talent wise, I mean, I, I, I don't think I could say talent wise, like one to 85. I, I, I can't sure. say I would say yeah, it's better than Oklahoma or Oklahoma State because I don't know that. But I'm saying like proven personnel wise, I think, I think Texas and Iowa State are the top two teams in the league. Completely fair to say. Now, Iowa State's best is still going to be below Oklahoma's best. Correct. And Lincoln Riley's a hell of a coach. Correct. I, and I don't doubt that. So it wouldn't shock me if they run the table and go 10 and 0. However, getting them week two of the conference in Ames. That's a plus. Hopefully in front of fans. <clears throat> you hope. I think it's a good time to see them. And then this is this is going to be a sprint. Um, you know, so the, we'll the, the Texas-Iowa State game got moved to Black Friday. That made your day a little more difficult. <laughs> Thanks for thinking of me. I actually, you're the first person I thought so, of. I'm like, man, is Bloom going to leave on Wednesday now? I don't know. Tuesday? We're supposedly driving everywhere, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, are you you're going to drive all Thanksgiving I mean, Day? I am. I am. I have enough trust in the airline system. I'd be willing to fly. Just fly on yourself. My own. Yeah. Yeah, I would totally do I that. I don't want to drive to Austin. Nothing, I mean, just that sounds miserable to me. It's, it's a, not the drive there, it's the drive back that would be brutal. We'll see. Thanks, like, for, thanks for your <laughs> empathy here, though. I don't envy you on that. So. Now I do envy you when you like when you and Bruns used to like text me from College Station back in the day. 
It's Guess like, who we saw? There's like co-eds riding like the mechanical bull in the background. That was Ben. That wasn't me. <laughs> He's the student athlete here. Uh, no, I, I actually did think, but no, that's, but that, what I'm saying is that I looked at the Black Friday yeah. TV schedule. That's by far the most interesting yeah. game. Like it's not like a normal Black I'm telling Friday. You, this is a horrible time in general for Iowa State, the pandemic. If we want to look at some positives, the exposure Iowa State's going to get in football this season, I think, could maximize or could be beyond anywhere else they've ever had in the history of Iowa State football. That, no, that's a good way to look at it. Because okay. I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, watch. We're going to be 10-0 and 0 and everybody's going to shit all over it. <laughs> yeah. but <they're, laughs> That's what I'm look, thinking, Look right? at the ratings. But, People are still watching college oh, football. Oh, you're damn right they are. Yeah, it was appointment television it, it are down in my parents' condo the other day. There's like NBA playoffs going on. You've got Cubs, Cardinals. We're locked into Texas State and whoever the hell they were playing. Um, SMU. SMU. Yeah. We're, we're hanging on every snap. Yeah. No, I'm saying like and, when you get to November, basketball's done. Baseball's done. Um, that Black Friday game. Huh. Like 10 million people watching Iowa State in Texas. Clones horns. Let's go. But that, there is value that can be done out of the season. That's why I'm so glad that the Big 12 elected to participate. Uh, that wide right and natty light sure is fantastic. I'm just, I'm a little jealous and upset that the fellas didn't send. I mean, we live three houses. I think down. if you're listening, I could, I could send you. One. I would have, I would have worn that shirt with pride. So, to be transparent, I have elected this year. I might get up to one game or two. But I am going to be giving my press credential because outlets are limited this year. Yes. So I'm not going to be at Jack Trice Stadium on Saturday either. I will be coaching uh, my little girl's soccer team, and I'm really excited about it. I'm normally like, it's weird, Brent, if Iowa State's playing a game and I'm not there, like yeah. I would just be losing my mind. Yeah, so be probably your first home game you haven't seen in, <laughs> in years. 15 years. Yeah, I get it. Um, I, I really just, I've never been more excited for anything than the coach or That's a soccer great. team. I've never in my life. Like I've got like, uh, we only get 15 minutes of like drills for warm-ups, but I got them all planned out. Like we're going to, I'm going to bring the pack to the Eddie full of juice boxes. Can, like it's going to be epic. I can see the pride show. Oh, man, I'm so excited. You get done so, in time for the game though? Yeah. No, the, we, our game's done at 1030. Okay. So perfect. we'll flip, we'll slip on over back here and then we'll, we'll get after it. But I'm, I, it was weird. Like, I, I mean, I still care. Yeah. Like I'm going to be locked just, in. Just, yeah, different. But, like, I'm like, you know, it, part of it for me, I don't really cover the games. Like, I I do all my pregame stuff. You observe, yeah. Watch the game, and then I do postgame and all the postgame stuff. But, like, I'm not, like, going to the postgame and, like, asking Campbell questions right. and all that stuff. So, it's like, what's the point? And I can get on the Campbell Zoom after the game from yeah. here. I yeah. can do all that stuff and then still do Cyclone Reaction. So I'm really excited about it. Like, I, I'm I'm going to just take this year off as a way to spend as much time with my daughter as I can. And 
I'm I'm fired up for it. Well, so in a lot of ways, you're in the same boat as pretty much everybody else. So there's something there's, there's value there. And we're gonna be Living doing it. a lot of different like things. They, actually, the guys from Cody Road and Mississippi River reached out to me, and I think this is a phenomenal idea. And I want to do it for like one of the night games where we have they. By the way, the feedback from our pregame or preseason deal has been fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've gotten more feedback from that I think than any piece of content we've ever done. And we give Matt Van Winkle all the credit yeah, for that because he's, he's the mastermind. I was just fun to be a part of. Felt like you're part of. <sighs> yeah, something felt like new. a real broadcast. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, they were like, we should do a like pregame tailgate deal oh. for one of these big games later on where we're like passing it around. All right, hey, uh, let's go to Minneapolis and talk to Brett Meyer and we're all sipping on Cody Road. But like there's a lot of cool things like that. And yeah. I'm I've covered a million games in Jack Trice Stadium. I'm yep. ex- I'm excited to explore this other stuff a little bit too. Yeah, I think Saturday will be hard for people. I mean, it's going to be an really emotion. Hard. I'll probably shed a tear now. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I'm not lying. Um, It'll be really weird. But if my, like, 50,000, 60,000 family members aren't there, like, I don't – there's part of me that, like, envies you in Stansbury because it's, like, to cover the only game ever in Jack Trice Stadium without fans will be something great to be. But I, like, I honestly would lose it driving up there. It's, I mean, and not having any cars. I'm not lesser. I'm looking forward to it, right? Because this is it feels normal. Um, but like, how many years I went up there with my family, or I know where you're going here. My in-laws, yeah. family, and the, the tailgate setup they have, and in, in D four, and it's not going to be there. And I would go there every, and that's like, it's happening, but it doesn't feel like it's happening. Um, and it's just going to feel, em- it's going to feel because, empty in there. And that's the difference between what we're talking about here. And like when you and me used to go to Vikings games, we go to the Vikings games because it's an NFL game and you just want to get away and have yes. some beers, but it's a, it's a game. Uh, an Iowa state game is an event. It is a rite of passage. It is a, it's a family reunion. Yes. And that family extends to. People well beyond your actual family. This is, and I, I'm if I if I can do it this week, I want to write about it because it struck me. I was up there today, and it's completely empty. Jack Trace Stadium, and you're like that stadium is fine, but without people in there, it just felt hollow. And what makes Iowa State so special? I mean, if you're listening to this, you dealt with some absolute garbage football for years. But you kept coming because you are an Iowa State. It's person. about more than the football team. Exactly. And so, two parts. We're going to get through this because Iowa State fans have dealt with some just crap forever. And you can handle, you know, not being able to attend games this year um, and some weird circumstances. But it's also the one part we look forward to forever with an awful football team was a chance to get together. And now it's just strange world that this time around, Iowa State's good at football, and you want to look forward to it. And we can't do it but together. But we can't get to do it together. And we have to do it apart. But that's why we have to we have to be as creative as we can to find these virtual ways to do it. And that was so exactly. much fun on Thursday or Wednesday night doing that with you and Bruns and Brett and Jay. 
And like, we got to just keep doing it. I, and don't you feel like this deal has kind of been like that? Like we're not doing it live, but the amount of response we've gotten from like great fans and friends, like I, and I, I think I, it'll bring people closer together long-term. And this is, and I well, we can end it with this. Cause I'm beginning, I'm getting my soup soapbox, but we're so divided anymore. And we, and we saw even with the fan issue, which is a, it is what it is, but people took that chance that, that Iowa state number of people in the stands and they went down political lines again mm-hmm. with something like that. Yeah. Um, we're trying to be, we're getting ripped apart in a thousand different pieces now. Mm-hmm. And cycling football was one thing where you get all these people to come together and you didn't care, you know, what affiliation or are you aligned with this person or that person? It's like, we're all on this side. And that's what I loved about cycling football is even when I would say it was not very good, you still came together with neighbors and friends and family, and you all felt like you're together. And now everything's trying to pull us apart. Mm-hmm. Now we can't even come together with this. Mm-hmm. But yet, I think there are some platforms, and I, you know, I've, I've felt it throughout this process of, there's still that cyclone something in there. We're like, we're still on the same team here. And I hopeful, I'm hopeful that Saturday in a game where we're finally on the same team, on social media, on everything, that we can forget about the other stuff for just a little bit. Can you assure us that it will go like the Monroe game did last year? (laughs) (laughs) If Um, you can do that, I think that will be... Now, what I fear is losing to Louisiana on Saturday, what that would do to the pretty little picture that you just painted. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, That's that's good on... uh, Oh, yeah, Williams Bloom said 8-2, you idiots. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're just a bunch of (laughs) Joe Biden supporters. This... This stands for five days. We'll see. But no, I think I think Iowa State's good. I think Iowa State is comfortable on I do Saturday, too. and I think we get it done. I have never, in in my time covering this program, been more confident going into a season. Last year, a lot of people were confident. I picked them at eight or at seven and five. You did and this year, I ju- I think that they needed that extra year to mature uh, physically more than anything, and. I am as big of a believer in Matt Campbell as there is on this planet, and I think that this pandemic lines up perfectly for his skill set. I think that he's a CEO. He's a, um, you know, he's one of the best leaders I've ever been around, and I think that that is more important than X's and O's and all that other stuff. Not that he's not good at that, but I, I don't. I think Matt Campbell, when his career's over, will be a GM in the NFL. Like I, I think it's beyond like coaching for him. So, um, I'm I'm going eight and two. I, I'm not going to go game by game. Yeah, because I, I, who knows? Because I don't even know who's going to be lining up. That's you don't know. Will there be ten games? Yeah, no the, clue. No idea. I uh, I'm just excited. Just to see something on Saturday. Well, you will go on the air, so uh, give everybody... Um, we're actually... I'm trying to space our coverage out um, so we don't really compete with the network is my plan. So I'm going to be doing uh, the Iowa Clinic pregame show on all of our social media feeds, and it'll be about three hours before kick. As, oh, plenty of time. Right with the Iowa Pork pregame show, which is on KXNO. Stansbury and Jeff Woody will be hosting that. An important announcement here. We will be on every game this year. On KXNO. And we will lead into your pregame show with Bruns on the network. So we're not we're not competing there. 
The only time we're going to be on at the same time is at halftime. You're going to be doing some halftime work for the Cyclone Radio Network. I will be, uh, I believe, with, I, I think, Brett Meyer this week. Where we're going to have like 10-minute halftime shows right on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Cyclone Fanatic. We're going to be everywhere. And then um, Rob and Jared will be doing post-game from the press box, like updating you on injuries, all that stuff, yeah. right when I sign off of Cyclone Reaction with the network. So am I missing it? So you go on two hours o'clock. prior. Yep. And then just keep an eye out on Iowa State's got some stuff planned on their social channels for some second screen type content. Cool. That's good. I'd still, I don't know what it's going to look like, but um, you don't well, have to listen to just Golik all the It's time. not like you guys have had any time to plan. I mean, yeah. the season's uh, it's five days only away. starting like three Four weeks days away. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> man, I think... This uh, is just how this business works. Uh, a lot of people are just throwing darts against the wall. We'll see what six, but it's not uh, easy. Like Jamie said tonight, I thought Jamie said it well on the coaches show. Like there's just a lot of people working a lot of extra hours and like just cut them some slick. I I'm just, if it just kind of reflective tonight because you know, when we started this podcast six months ago, we did it kind of like, well, we think it'll be football. And the fact this week that there actually is like, yeah. I, I'm just, it's, it's going to be hard. I mean, not having, I know you're the same way, not having your family there for a game day, you not being there. Um, but I just, it's just going to be for what it's worth. Like just, I think this will be interesting for people. I can't go. Yeah. Like I, we only get so many credentials. Yeah, I know. And like, I've been covering this program for, I I don't have a credential. So I want people to understand how seriously Iowa state's taking the guidelines and all that. Like, it's gonna be tough for me not I mean, to have have you like you come up every yeah, bother you guys no, up in the booth. It's like it's it's just gonna be <laughs> I don't know it's gonna be surreal world, but we're gonna. I'll Facetime you guys you, if you want. All right, let's. I mean, you could just put me on Facetime on like an iPad, <laughs> and then I'll bother Hef during the timeouts. Well, prevent him from yelling at the. See, my favorite thing about it, and I started to do this. Uh, we're going long here, but who yeah, cares? Yeah, game week. The, the security guards up there on the third floor, yeah. they love giving me shit. Yeah. Because they just, like... I don't know. Will, will there be security guards? I don't know. But they give me so much crap because yeah. I am such a superstitious son of a buck. And, like, I'm constantly moving... I'm changing seats. <laughs> you don't have the luxury to do that. You have to run the board. <laughs> you actually have to work. I'm the one like trying to punch walls and stuff in the uh, that you and I game last year. Oh my god, miserable! But hey, enjoy it as much as you can, and then uh, I'm hopeful for those that there'll be fans at OU for the third. I hope so too. And I'll just say this too: just wear your mask and stuff. Just do it, even if you don't believe in it. Just makes everybody feel more comfortable. Let's do what we can to get as many fans as we can in Jack Trice the rest of the year. We'll sign off with that. Thank you, Bloom. Hey. Always appreciate uh, your time. Thank you to Mechdyne for being our presenting sponsors. We appreciate those guys, our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And uh, I'm going to drink me another glass of Cody Robe when I put this up on iTunes. Have a good one. Uh, Hey, you guys too.